What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. I'm your host, Mickey, and this week we have a very special Blank Canvas episode. This episode will represent our one-year anniversary episode. woo Inserts applause here. Now, I am in shock. Um, not in shock that I did it, but and shock about some of the episodes that I've put out, some of the vulnerability that I've shared with you guys, the growth that has happened long before we got social media pages, the growth that happened is still happening currently. The fact that multiple different people listen to me in other countries, in other countries, wow, and other states, like some states I've never even visited, they listen to me. And that is something beautiful. That is something special. And so for this week, we are going to celebrate BK being one year old. Can you believe it? Yay. I'm so, so excited. I have my warm tea for my voice so, you know, I can hang around. Although it's definitely making my mouth like juicy. I like heard that singers and preachers and speakers, people who use their voice a lot and need like warm stuff or whatever. Maybe my mouth is just naturally juicy in general because even if I'm drinking cold water, which will like make the mucus run or whatever, uh, my mouth still be juicy. Okay. So yeah, moving on. The first thing that I just want to get into is I want to give thanks to God for letting BK get this far. Um, if God never does another thing with BK, can I honestly say I'm satisfied with it? I think I'm satisfied with what's been put out. And if he honestly told me to stop, of course, I'm going to be obedient to it. But this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. But could I release it if he told me to? Could I put it down if he told me to? Absolutely. But I do want to start off by just saying thank you, God, for the growth that BK has had. Thank you for overtaking me in the moments where I was really, really vulnerable and saying, hey, this needs to be out there. Because if you really want people to feel seen and heard and stuff, this needs to be on your platform so people can reach it, even if they don't reach it in the moment when it is time for that person to find it, it will be there for them to find it. 
this isn't about fame. This isn't about trying to be like a, a young influencer. This isn't about any of this. This is about being obedient to a call and an assignment that God has called me to and hopefully pulling it off in a way that makes him proud and where you guys see his light before you see me at the same time still being authentically myself and not trying to act like I'm holier than thou, I'm perfect, and I'm better than anybody. Because you can hear in my vulnerable moments, my trauma, my pain, my my hurt, my scars, my journey. And I just want to say thank you to my BK fam for coming along for the journey, the ride. And I'm so honored that you guys have made me a part of your lives. And I am honored that for the people who write in questions and different things or like share with me, like this made me think about this differently, or I, you know, reached out to a parent because of you. Those things mean more to me than you guys will ever know. Real change is happening. And, you know, when people say, if it only changes one person's life, I'll be complete. And I didn't think they were being dramatic and I didn't think they were saying it just to say it. But when you get in a position in life to really leave a positive impact on somebody's life and you care about leaving a positive impact on somebody's life, the saying, if I only reach one, it hits different. If I only reach one, if only one strives to be better, if only one is like, yo, I understand your trauma because I had a similar experience. Thank you for sharing yours. Thank you for being brave enough to share yours. It inspires them to share theirs or it inspires them to change their mindset for the next generation. I'm honored. I'm so pleased and I'm so happy. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you guys. And before we move any further, quick sports update. I lost. I lost. I lost. I lost. And it's okay. I don't know who my head coach is going to be at this point. We'll figure it out. Hopefully not Hugh Freeze. And on the LSU Tigers, unexpected loss. But that's what college football is. You better tune in week in and week out because week by week, anything can happen, especially in our conference, especially in the SEC. This is, you know, like people wait to the playoffs to have big games for certain certain schools certain conferences and I'm not trying to be SEC biased but I'm just saying week in and week out we play conference like conference championship game kind of level playoff kind of level like the teams that we compete are usually that are going to be in the top 25 definitely the top 15 and especially the top 10 in the country and we have to play them in the regular season fun 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 even if they're a loser team, like they have a losing record, like Texas A&M, they're filled with stars. They're filled with elite athletes. And they're still young men who have pride on the line and love the game that they play. Hopefully they love the game that they play. So many changes, so many different things. And also, I want to give a quick student loan update. I explained to you guys what was going on, but just so you guys know that they will be paused until it goes in front of the Supreme Court. So thank you to Joe Biden for that. I criticize him on a lot of his stuff. I 
do not go easy on him at all, but I applaud this move. I think it's smart. I don't think you should start making people pay their debt back and y'all don't even have this in order and not necessarily him and his administration, but the fact that there are people trying to cock block because they're miserable. So I do thank him and his administration for doing the right thing. I do applaud that. And yeah, let's get into this one year anniversary episode, guys. I'm ready. All right. So the first thing and what I often get asked a lot is why the name blank canvas? Why the name blank canvas? And what does it mean to you? Well, the first time I heard the name, I didn't come up with this name by myself. It was given to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And he told me that was going to be the name. I didn't know it was going to be for a podcast. I had been hearing the name long before God told me to start the podcast. I kept hearing blank canvas, blank canvas, and I, I, I didn't get it. But I was in college my junior year, and not only was my junior year different from me because freshman, every single one of my four years was so different, taught me different lessons, and kind of helped shape me into the young woman that I am now, on top of everything else I had already been through. But my junior year, let's back it up, sophomore year, you know, you apply, you get ready to do financial aid. I got an update that they were going to cut my financial aid. Already couldn't afford college. All right. I was already barely hanging on. And the fact that they were going to cut my financial aid, I was like, holy crap. And I was preparing to drop out of college. I didn't tell anybody uh, except for my best friend. And I was in a position where I was like, okay, if this is the path that I have to go on, because I hate school anyways, I've always been great at it. And of course, there's always somebody smarter than me and better than me. I'm not like genius, genius, but I mean, I could do school. And I was disciplined enough that if I didn't know the answer to try to study, to try to figure out, like I was that kid that was going to stay after school and me and a whole bunch of other smart people were, we were going to sit in a circle and we were going to try to figure it out or we were going to practice or we were going to stay at the extra classes to study for like the AP exam. Yeah, I was that girl. So, um, like I said, I've always been good at school, but I've never really enjoyed it. And college, I think I enjoyed, even though I could pick what I was learning about, at least the, I learned about my major all four years, but you know, you have no choice but to repeat unnecessary classes so they can get more money out of you, like your English and all that kind of stuff, life sciences, blah, blah, blah. My sophomore year, they were going to cut my financial aid, jump to junior year. I'm still in college. Financial aid is cut. It's tighter than ever. Um, I've changed apartments to decrease rent. I moved to a place where I could literally walk um, to the campus and everything because, again, I never had a car during college. None of my four years, I never had a car. So it was Uber. It was the graciousness of other people letting me get rides. And it was just their kindness and generosity. Or it was my legs. My legs were literally my car. And I was just, I was kind of sad that year, but nowhere near like when I had graduated. And I just remember stressing about a lot of stuff. There was my junior year, there was a pivotal moment that happened back at home that, again, just because I was away affected me as if I was still at home. And it changed the trajectory of not only my life, but the lives of other family members. And so there was BS going on at home. 
there was the typical college drama. There was trying to still do good in classes. There was not trying to fall apart and still try to discover yourself. Like I'm, I'm forming into this young woman, but at the same time, I'm still trying to meet my basic needs. But at the same time, I have no idea what I'm doing. But you know, school, that's a structure that I'm accustomed to, right? I'm in the real world, but it's a structured real world. It's not as much freedom as you get after you graduate. And of course you get the choice in college. It's not as, uh, regular schools remind me of a jail sometime. And I know people are probably going to be like, ew, how dare you even compare schools to prison? But I mean, they kind of make you eat slop. You feel like you're caged in, you're in a really strict time schedule. And I applaud the teachers who take the time to make learning fun. And I extremely applaud the teachers who go out of their way to make sure each student is learning. All students don't learn the same way. So force feeding it and trying to get everybody's brain to pick up on up on only one way, it's unfortunate and it never works. And someone always falls behind and someone always struggles. So I really applaud the teachers that go above and beyond. They are underrated heroes in our society. They deserve 10,000 more pay, 10,000 million trillion, like just more respect from all of us and Thank you for the good teachers, the great teachers. Thank you for the ones that speak down to children, um, try to discourage them. You're not appreciated at all because there are enough people in the world that would do it. They probably come from families, possibly that will do it. They don't need to come to school and hear it from you too. And if you aren't going to help inspire the next generation, educate the next generation and do better, get out of it. Get out of it because you are around the kids more than, not necessarily more than the family and the present, uh, the parents and stuff, but you get them for such a large chunk of the day that your negative influence can be an influence on them. So if you're, if you don't love what you do, and a lot of the good teachers, they have to love what they do because they're not paid their worth. And seeing the way teachers got treated before, but especially after COVID, my, 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 you have to love what you do. And I just want to say thank you to the good ones and the great ones. But fast forward, why did I pick the name Blank Canvas? Because so much was going on in my life and God spoke to me and he said, this is what your life is like. Right now, your junior year of college, it's going to be like a blank canvas. I was like, huh? I got the message. Like I received the message, but I didn't really get what he was saying. So I'm just kind of like, okay, my life is like a blank canvas, blah, 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 whatever. Still no idea of the the podcast. And then I kept praying to God, like, reveal what does blank canvas mean? What does it mean? What are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to tell me? God will reveal a little bit more as time went on. And he kind of explained to me like a canvas, like, I'm going to paint your life out now. Like, release it to me. I'm going to paint your canvas. Whatever idea you had let it go. You would have, I'm having a revelation right now because had I listened to God my junior year, maybe I wouldn't have been hit so hard post-grad. Had I listened to the message God gave me junior year, I still think I would have felt some type of way because I had such a plan. I'm a planner for my life. And it's not like I was trying to sit around and do anything. Like I had full on plans to be in this full on career and do these things. But had I listened or even went back and remembered the message, 
that's why it's important to write down the messages God give because sometimes you be telling us early, we forget. And then when we need that message in the season to bring us comfort, we don't remember. So I think I'm going to try to start writing down these messages, putting the date by and be like, God told me this here. Let's wait until it manifests in my life. But he was going to be painting my canvas and to let go of my plans because junior year, I was already thinking like, how am I going to, how I can't afford college. How am I going to do this? God was amazing. I was able to get books. I was able to pay rent. I was able to still eat. Oh, it was tight. It was tight. On top of the BS that was going on back at home, it was tight, but made it through. Sophomore, not sophomore, excuse me, senior year. Fast forward, I'm getting ready. I don't have the exact date. It's in my phone, but I'm not going to go search for it. Senior year at some point, I don't think I was graduated at this point. I was in one of the places where God speaks to me clearly and I can hear him. It's usually no distractions. And he speaks to me. He speaks to me a lot in certain places. And I was in one of those places and I heard him clear as day say, start the podcast. What podcast? (laughs) Like what podcast? I never said I wanted to do a podcast. I never in my life said I wanted to sign up to do a podcast. At that point, I cannot, I don't even know if I was fully listening to podcasts at that point. I knew what they were, but I don't, I don't even think I was using my Apple podcast. Okay. I couldn't have been because I didn't even get an iPhone until college. So there's that. And um, yeah, start the podcast. I did it. Fast forward to a year later. I started the podcast a year after God told me to. And remember to go back and pray on when he tells you to start it. Cause I didn't ask him in that moment. I just started it when I was like, okay, God's been telling me to start. I guess I'll, I guess I'll finally be obedient. It was more like that. I guess I'll finally be obedient. And so I did. And I was obedient a year later, hella risky for me to wait a whole year, right? Play with my life like that as if I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, hella risky, but grateful that God gave me the grace and he trusted in me to do it. And maybe I ended up doing it right on time. I don't know because I didn't check in, but I will check in moving forward. At least that's my goal. All right. So that's how we got Blank Canvas. What is the goal of Blank Canvas? I say this all the time. I want us to feel connected. We were human beings. We're made for a connection. Do you, I think we need to be around people 24-7? Absolutely not. The introvert and me could not survive. But are we hardwired for a connection? Absolutely. Even an introvert like me, I'm hardwired for connection. I'm just really particular about who I'm connected to. And it's only a certain amount of time that I can handle, depending on who it is. And even then, it's not like I have to be in the person's face 24-7. Presence is appreciated. Presence is definitely appreciated. But the goal is for us to feel seen, heard, understood a little more, and just know that we're not alone. Like, my pain is your pain. I've shared similar experiences from my joy is your joy. Or this was my season of hardship and this is how God brought me through. Don't give up. Or your college plans, your life didn't look like what it was supposed to look like after you graduated. Don't worry. Mine didn't either. Or you struggle with being a mom. That's cool. How's your mother-daughter relationship? How is your um, relationship with your family and your grandparents? 
How did you survive being homelessness? How did you, you know, like, I want us to feel seen, heard, understood, and connected. That is the goal of Blank Canvas. And for me to share whatever God puts on my heart to share, even if I don't fully agree in the moment with being that vulnerable, it's always paid off in the end. So what do I hope to see for BK in the future? Honestly, I hope that everyone feels more connected by being seen, heard, and understood. More conversations with a range of people with different beliefs to see more perspectives. More thought-provoking conversations. More updates on the journey of life. And still, no topic off-limits, whether R-rated or not. I'll just put in explicit or give the parents who are listening with their children a heads up. You might want to close their ears to take them out the room. (laughs) Put headphones in and listen to this part. No topic is off limits. We're this and that, not this or that. More growth, love, and happiness. Stronger in my faith. And for Blank Canvas to be a safe space. Ever evolving to hopefully enlighten and connect in a positive way. And the next part that I want to talk about is I'm glad I was obedient. I'm definitely glad I was obedient. Like I explained earlier, this wasn't my call, not in my plans at all. I had no plans at all to have a podcast. I've checked in with God countless times. Should I be doing this? Is this just a seasonal slash temporary thing? I still don't have all the answers, God. Like, how am I, how should I do this? When should I do this? Like, who should I do this with? Should it be alone? Who should be the guest? Should it not have guests? How are, what would the people like? And I had to reshift, recenter and reshift my focus. What what do you want it to be, God? Because yeah, I'm trying to get people, but I'm trying to get people back to God. I'm trying to get people to feel seen and heard. I can't just do any and everything to keep up with the trend or to keep up with society or because their podcast grew in a blink of an eye because of the way they did theirs. That doesn't mean it's going to work for me. They're just, they're just, my just is mine. And being authentic to myself and having my own authentic platform will bring my true BK members. And probably other people will respect me more for being myself. And even if they don't, I respect myself more for being my true authentic self and not one that was shaped by society. One that I can recognize and not look in the mirror and be like, who are you? This isn't me. This is who everybody wanted me to be and their expectations on me. And now I've transferred that into a platform that is not me. And that is not something that I don't want at all. Especially if I'm talking about God told me to do it. I want to do it right. I'm just saying. I got the big guy's name on it and his stamp of approval. I want to make him proud that I do. So like I said, I still don't have all the answers, but it's green light gang over here for now. Okay. I am blessed and extremely grateful, guys. It took me a year after God telling me to start to even begin. As I learned along the way this year, pray on when God wants you to start. Pray on when he wants you to start, but please start. Better late than never, right? Please start. Yes, it doesn't automatically mean right now. You must pray to move out of wisdom at all times. Trust in God's plan, which is so much easier said than done, is a necessity. 
And all I have to say is, I'm so glad that I was obedient. Let's take a look back at some of the moments from our first year. For men, you give them the grace to discover themselves. For men, you give them the, the grace to explore the world in a way that women aren't allowed. It's like women are kind of taught from an early age. This is what the world is, and this is what your world is, and this is what your role is in this world. And I'm not a fan. <laughs> My soul feels tired, and I think it's a little different from depression. It. It's not even a thing. I know it is definitely different from depression. I'm not sad. I'm just a kind of tired that sleep can't fix. I'm a kind of tired that a quick nap can't fix. Um, I'm a kind of tired that, oh my God, just get some rest and eat some food. It can't fix. Like the tiredness, the weariness is in my soul. I'll reach out to them. And it's also a kind of power thing, I would say, too, that I'm thinking about it. Um, it's a power dynamic when you're the one that's blocking somebody or you're the one cutting somebody off. Yes. You know, I never sat down and thought about it like that, but it really is a true power dynamic. And I guess because we're always the ones doing it, we don't really feel the negative effects of it. I like the power. Like, come on, give me the control. <laughs> to myself so again my promises that i made to myself is to always maintain my own voice try not to ever lose myself for anyone and if i do fight like hell to get back to me and to trust god's word over everyone else's trust his word trust what he says over everybody else and remember that he sees me serving in all seasons of life no matter what humans say and that's literally all that matters here comes a gym, here comes a gym, here comes a gym from M.M. Mickey about to drop a gym, 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 here comes a gym. That's my opinion. And heaven is gonna be all of us. You know what I'm saying? All different races, all different creeds, all different, you know, beliefs. Like, it's it's gonna be all of us. So why not get the practice now? Are we really trying to wait to get into the pearly gates to just now try to understand each other? We have a whole lifetime to try to understand each other. And if if you were just in your bubble that much where you don't want to understand, that's fine. But you don't have to put that off on everybody else. But you've just pushed it out and you've been trucking through. You know, sometimes the strength that people admire, they don't understand the price that you pay to have that kind of strength. And I remember telling that friend, I was like, I'm in my, I'm in my early 20s. Well, I'll be mid 20s soon, huh? But I'm in my early 20s and I, um, I feel like I'm 40 or 50 having a midlife crisis. <sighs> I'm not going to cry. And she looked at me and she goes, but you're only, you're only in your 20s. Instead of doing what is good, don't get discouraged and give up. For we will reap a harvest the blessing at the appropriate time. And then verse 10 says, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to our Christian brothers and sisters. And um, not to single out, if you're not a believer in God, like the point is we should all do good to everybody. And I think what he was speaking to me, especially in verse nine is do not grow weary in doing good. Do not grow weary. 
You know what I mean? We're here to feel a little relatable. We're here to try to help each other survive this life. And are we going to get along with every single person in this life? Absolutely not. Does Mickey get along with every single person in this life? Uh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. A lot less more than you would probably think. But no. It doesn't mean I have to be ugly. You know what I mean? But there are, what, billions of people on this planet? We're, we're not going to get along with everybody. But we can still exhibit fruits of the spirit to even the ones that we don't like. And you guys are amazing. Men who step up and had to do it when there was no mom around or she didn't want to be around. Oh, my goodness. Love it. Men who they're not even your kids and you play, um, whether it's a stepfather or whether it's a father-like figure. Oh, my goodness. Salute to you guys. Please don't ever get it twisted. I applaud my men for being there and being good fathers because it needs to be seen. Like even if it's happening more now than it was back in the day, it's still not in the mainstream media. It's more so like, oh, this man is having all these kids and creating this device of like these broken families or it's, oh my goodness, um, this single mom is doing all this by herself and everything. The split the disconnect, the discord, the separation is shown more than the togetherness and the unity. Home or not, there's still a village plus the two-parent home that needs to be done. Breaks are a necessity for the parents so they don't burn out, so they still have some motivation. I mean, it's not to say that they don't love their kid if they take a break, but everybody needs a break, even if it's from raising kids. Kids are annoying. All right? Like, kids are annoying. People are annoying. Adults are annoying. So definitely kids are annoying too. I'm just saying the thoughts that a lot of people say, you know, in their head and it's hard. It is hard to be responsible for another human being and try to make them a good person in this world and then still trying to figure out yourself. It doesn't matter whether you have them really young or in your older age and then throw trauma and shit on top of that. Like raising kids is hard and it takes a village so where i used to be like hell no to a nanny the more and more i think about it i'm not really mad at a nanny <laughs>
why we're here. And I hope it creates a clearer vision for us moving forward. I cannot express to you guys enough my gratitude, my gratitude, my gratitude. I thank you guys, whether you listen to me in the same state that I'm from, other states, other countries, whether you're a female, a male, younger or older. I hope that each generation is learning from each other just to be like, wow, this is how you see it or this is how we see it we went through this so you didn't have to go through that and vice versa and I hope that we're getting better for the next generation to come younger people even older people because there's still time to change I hope all of us are getting better for the next generation to come and I wow I have no words I have no idea where Blaine Campus is going to be in year two but I know that greater glory greater glory greater glory is on the way and never forget you know God may have you wait or he may have you hidden, but it's so you don't be exposed too soon. And when he has you wait, your waiting is never in vain. All things will work out for your good. And as PMJ says from the Rock City Church, you get it back with interest. You get it back with interest. God is, he's not just a good loving father. He's a great loving father. He is Abba. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is I am. He is whatever we need and whatever season we need it. And I am just so, so grateful. I love you. Love you, my BK fam. Note to self, I'm proud of you, girl. I'm proud of you for being disciplined. I'm proud of you for making it to this point. Keep trusting God and the world is yours, little lady. (laughs) That's something my mom would always tell me. The world is yours. Thank you, God, for trusting me with this platform. And I am your vessel. I am your vessel. Use me, even though that's scary, because like um, Lauren Hill explained one time, everybody always says, use me. You think you're going to be on the platform, on the stage or whatever. But sometimes God uses you in the lowest of places or in the most painful seasons. And you're like, why did I go through this? And it's so you can be used, silly girl. <laughs> this is what you asked for. It's so you can be used. So whichever way you need to use me, God, I know you have built me for it. Thank you to my people who have supported me since the beginning and who have spoken life. And to me, thank you to my mom. You are one of definitely my biggest supporters and biggest cheerleaders behind the scenes. I'm not about to start listening to everybody. My people, y'all know who y'all are. I love you guys. Special shout out to my friend for my custom custom gems jingle and he may do me a questions one uh this upcoming year you never know you never know there are greater things not only for me but for my inner circle and watch out world here we come all right guys i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i can't wait to see what we talk about next time that's all for now bye